Hey, it's Kevin here, and today I want to talk about how to price your services, which is highly, highly related to how to value your services. So I had a writer who's in this group who asked me, is $2,000 enough uh, to, to charge for five pages, a homepage, and some interior page kind of writing some microcopy? And really the answer came down to, it depends, of course, like all things. So there's writers out there who can do that for far less, and there's writers out there who can do that for far more, and they're all very talented. That's the thing about writing is that writers are everywhere. They're not hard to find, but doing things in a business sense that are going to get a result is a whole different category. And it really comes down to your ability to understand the value you provide, to break it down, to articulate it, and then to sell it and to package it in a way that's profitable for all sides in a very clear and concise way. And then to be able to ideally measure it after afterwards to see if it truly was as valuable as you had proposed it. So in terms of that, um, you know, there's, if you picture that, you know, writing a page website copy, let's say you're rewriting a website. Let's say that currently you're, you're converting uh, two out of every 10 visitors to the site, you know, so for every 10 people who come to the site, two, which would be, which would be phenomenal. It's really more like two or three out of a hundred, but let's say it was two out of every 10, one in five. And you were able to double that. Let's say you're able to get four in every 10. So now you've got, you know, um, you've got four people instead of two for every 10 people that come to the site, you've now doubled their conversion rate. Now let's say that they have, and that's a, an opt-in conversion rate to, you know, becomes a lead. Let's say now that, um, one, let's say they close 50% of every opportunity that they get. So out of those original two, they closed one. Now out of the original, now, now out of the four leads they get, they're closing two. So you've helped them double their, ultimately double their sales, which is great. Now it's not always that clean and easy, but this is kind of getting you into an idea. Let's say that each new customer is worth a thousand dollars lifetime value. And that's the way you measure ROI on marketing is through the expected lifetime value of a new customer. So let's say it was a thousand bucks. So instead of getting one new client a month at $1,000, which is you know half of, you know, one out of every two people you close at a thousand dollars each, it's $1,000. Um, now you're getting, you know, $2,000 because you're closing two out of every four leads. And so now they've made an ROI uh, just in that, that first month. And now every single month after that, assuming all things are equal, that $1,000 turns into 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, et cetera, et cetera. So it becomes an investment. And you really want to think of your marketing as an investment because that's what it is. Marketing and innovation are the only two things that aren't a cost, you know? So if you're truly doing marketing, you want to be understanding that the work that they're, 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 they're buying stuff from you as an investment, expecting some kind of an ROI. So you need to know what the levers are that's going to produce an ROI for them uh, as it relates to the work that you do. So how does that work as you're a writer? And this works the same way with design and other things, but we'll use writing as an example. Number one is like we talked about, let's say that more people opt into the website. So instead of one of every 10, two of every 10 opt in, become a lead. Uh, great. So that's an opt-in. That's a conversion rate. And you can actually measure that if you've got your goals set up in Google Analytics, which we can talk about some other time. I, I like to say there's no leaky ships. So every point of conversation, like every contact form, telephone number, um, uh, chat inquiry, everything should go through uh, and funnel into Google Analytics if you've got a well-dialed-in machine. But yeah, so let's say you get double the conversions. Great. So it pays off after month two at $2,000 of money that you otherwise wouldn't have had because you've convinced someone to opt in and become a lead. Now let's say as well that you do such a great job with writing copy that not only do more people opt in, your your sales rate goes up because you've done a great job convincing people on the website that your product or service is great. So not only do instead of one out of 10 people or two out of 10 people convert, now, now you've got six out of 10 people convert you can see how the math starts to add up. So there's different levers. Not only do you want to get more people to become a lead, let's say you can help through your sales copy to get more people to become an actual customer. 
um, by by sales close rates, that's a great thing as well. So sometimes good marketing can actually affect the number of people who convert and become a, an actual customer. So in spite of how good your salesperson is or isn't, sometimes a good marketing can kind of warm someone up to the idea of purchasing from you versus someone else because they'll see, see something, read something, feel something that they otherwise may not have known. So that's another example, opt-in conversions, sales conversions. The other thing could be things like traffic. So let's say you had an SEO background and you were able to you know, optimize the website for for uh, not only conversions, but also for um, for SEO. So you could put keywords in the right places and kind of you know make your copy friendly to search engines. We'll say that, although that's an overly simplistic uh, way of thinking about SEO. It's not really about that. It's about the quality of the content and the user experience first and foremost. But let's say you were able to produce extremely great quality, really informative, lots of good keywords, and it helped them rank better. So not only did that 100 visitors become 120, 130, 150 visitors. You can see here that the math all the way down from conversion rate, sales conversions, uh, and then the value per conversion goes up. So I hope I haven't lost you so far. So in terms of writing or design or anything you do, sometimes it's actually good to say, well, what? why are you hiring me to do writing? Why does this matter? And what they'll tell you is, yeah, I'm looking for more customers or is really outdated or doesn't speak accurately to who we are, what we're doing, for example. Your job is then to say, okay, so you're really looking for more customers. So I'm going to help you do it in such a way that people are going to read your copy. The key things are going to stand out and we're going to move those people to take the one single desired action on the website that we're looking to do, which is you know, to, to inquire in some way, to reach out through the main contact form or the tour form or the what have you, the buying button, whatever it is. Maybe it's a buy button. Uh, so I'm gonna help more and more people take that next step and that's our main metric. So I wanna get you set up with, we, first of all, ideally we'd have you set up, getting set up and, and tracking your conversion rates today and then check back in them over time and say, look, if we were to, you know, have $2,000, if we were to get two new customers, this would pay for itself. And it looks like we could, you know, theoretically do that within a couple months. So this price makes sense because all it would take to recoup that money is, to new customers they otherwise wouldn't have had. So it's kind of how I think about value a little bit. There's obviously a lot more to it, but it's really important to be able to speak in that language to your customers. So if they say, well, ooh, $2,000 a lot, and they say, well, do you want me to do a really good job thinking about your website? And ideally, this is where your process kicks in. This is where your expertise kicks in, and you're not just a commodity. But really, it's about saying like, hey, I understand user behavior, and I study your website. Maybe I even use a tool like Hotjar or yeah, one of the other various tools, InspectLet, that basically you know watches how someone uses your site and then do some research and figure out where the where people are skimming and what they're not reading, so I can basically figure out what's working on your site and what's not. So now you're introducing levels of conversion rate optimization (CRO) into it, but that could be a more formal way a way of writing. Or you know, if you want someone to do some research on your customer to really understand what mechanisms are you know what levers you're employing to to actually sell. The, your products or services. For example, you want me to, I'll interview two or three of your top customers and I'll really understand things and that's part of my process. Plus I'll, I'll watch people use the website through a tool like InspectLit and I'll look at your conversion rates and get your analytics set up and then I'll do the writing and then we'll see how it converts after and I'll even have some follow-up care to make sure that we'll do some tweaks and we'll do some changes if things come up that need to. And that's all included for say $5,000. Now you've just added $3,000 more to your budget because you can make a case that says, hey, we can do it this way, I'll just write it, and I think we'll have a reasonable chance of increasing your conversion rate and paying you back within the first couple months. Or we can go through this broader process that goes deeper and actually really builds scientific, data-driven form of writing, and it's gonna cost you more, but hey, all we have to do is get you know five customers instead of 
two. So, you know, you, it's up to them. Now you've given them, first of all, two pricing options. You've showed that you're one of a kind. Meanwhile, the other writer is going to come in and try to sell based on words, hours per page. Meanwhile, you're talking in business language. You're helping them, the client understand what it would take to get an ROI. You're trying to help create reasonable, you know, use cases. And then you're going to, will, you're willingly going to like measure and then see if it actually pays off in the long run, which is kind of the main thing. And then you'll be there to make tweaks and refinements and really just make sure that your copy lands really well after you deliver it. What do you think they're going to spend? They're going to buy the more expensive one and probably if, if they're less price sensitive, more value driven, uh, or they'll fall back in 2000 and feel like a great price. So, you know, I think it's all about in this business, it's all about really investing in skills that are complementary to your own and really understanding what's, what KPIs, what key performance indicators are going to move the needle to get a business result and what would that world look like in terms of how many new visitors, site visitors, how many new conversions, how many new customers that you're going to get and how does your role play into that and then make a reasonable case that says, hey, if we were only to do this, move the needle by X amount, we would recoup that money um, based on you know stuff that you'd otherwise not have sold. And uh, I think that's probably the best way to think about the value that you do. It can work the same with design. So one designer uh, in their onboarding questionnaire asked me um, one time when I was doing a brand identity thing, they said, well, why, how is this going to, how is this project going to help your business, you know, move the needle, you know, financially in your business? And I basically said, well, the better for the first impression, the more likely someone is to have a quick first positive first impression to trust me and then to consider me as a viable option when doing business with me. And, and then there's just implicitly more trust in something that looks appealing. So if he were smart, and I'm sure he was, and I just didn't really care, but if he were smart, he'd be thinking, well, you know, if he was proposing two options and I said, oh, I don't know if I can spend 4,000, I wanna spend like 2,000, he could say, look, how much are your new clients worth? Oh, they're worth 10, 20, 30, $50,000 on average. And you're, you're arguing over two grand. Do you wanna do this thing right? Or do you wanna do this thing cheap? And then you, you have a real argument to make and say like, we can do this thing uh, thoroughly or, or not. And I think that's really the key, the key benefit there is understanding what the levers are that's going to help uh, your clients move the needle financially. And if you don't know, and you should ideally by now know how your craft is going to help move the needle. Uh, but if you don't know, ask how, how is doing this going to help your business objectives, business goals, what would success look like? And then base your, your plan. You know, if they say, I want to get 10 new leads a month and they're getting one, then you either can't help them or you need to do something that's dramatically different or you need to collaborate with others or, or do something. But at least then you can say, okay, well, here's your goal. Here's where you are today. Uh, in order for me to bridge that gap, this is the, the package that it's going to need to look like. And here's what I recommend. Here's what I expect here. Based on what you've told me, your, your, your ROI, you know, the speed in which you gain your money back kind of deal. So I think being able to speak this language and just understanding what measurables, what KPIs are going to move the needle on the business and and then how does that track back to the financials? And then when you're selling it, giving options, and then even constructing, when you're creating a package, you're, you're reverse engineering the result that they're wanting, and then you're pricing it as a percent of that value. So even if you don't try to capture as much value as possible, I think there's a case to be made, like, you know, even in this group where you're spending 10 bucks, uh, but, you know, hopefully you're getting a lot more value out of it. Um, so you don't need to always maximize the amount of value you're getting out of it, but it should be a no brainer to your clients and you should be able to articulate in business terms what that means. Uh, so I hope that helps. If you need help applying this to your situation, uh, some, some of you are, are newer to this, the consulting business. Some of you do things like SEO or, or graphic design and a few other fields. Um, but if you want help with that, let me know. I'll follow up and give you a few more examples. Uh, but I hope this helps because I think really, you know, 
all things have, you know, it's really hard for clients to know what they're buying. But when you stand out and to start talking in business terms that they know in terms of new customers, new leads or whatever, uh, and then you can measure against it and you're willing to follow up with it, like the value you provide is dramatic. And, you know, you just have to keep learning in order to get good at that stuff. Hope this helps. Uh, let me know if you've got questions and I uh, look forward to the next one. Thanks. Bye for now.